good. Well, let's begin in prayer. Father, we thank you again for all you're doing and all you have done. We thank you for your holy written word. It's life to those who find it, help to all our flesh. And as I minister today, Lord, I yield my tongue. I yield myself to your Holy Spirit to speak through me life-changing words inspired by your Spirit. I thank you that every ear that's listening is anointed to hear. I thank you for minds open and hearts receptive today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to teach you a little bit about um, healing today. Some of this might be a review for you, but I believe it's good to keep it in our hearts and minds as the world faces different things. It's good to know God's way, isn't it? And to know that his provision is very real, that he's made it very real for you to walk in divine help and well-being. So we're going to talk about healing belongs to you. And I love the fact that the whole Bible speaks to us so uh, prevalently about healing from, from the Old Testament all the way through the New Testament. You know, God reveals himself as healer. And it is a part of the redemptive work of Christ. Amen? For so long, I grew up in a church, thank God that they taught salvation, but that's about all we heard about was salvation. And there's so much in that word salvation that I didn't hear about. And one of those words is healing, physical healing. Amen? It is in the redemptive work of Christ. And I don't know, I know this will age me. I don't know how many of you remember Let's Make a Deal. Do you remember that? They kind of redid it and it came back on, but I used to, I kind of lost interest in it now, but I used to like it way back. You know, I'd watch it after school. Let's make a deal. Do you remember Carol Merrill? You know, <laughs> and um, she would stand behind the, the curtain one, two, and three, or in front of it, or whatever. And, and so we would see um, the big deal of the day. And um, it wouldn't just be the first thing that they showed, you know, even though that would be probably a really remarkable item, like, you know, a refrigerator or something. But then they'd say, there's more. Amen. And they would open up the curtain and there would be a car or something. Do you remember that? All right. So this is the uh, wonderful part about the Lord is it's he didn't just provide a spiritual salvation and life for us so that when we die, we miss hell and go to heaven. But thank God he did. Amen. I'm so glad heaven's my home today. Aren't you? We know where we're going. Amen. And uh, while we're here, we're ambassadors of Christ. But praise the Lord. Uh, this is not our home. <laughs> heaven is our home. And he's made that possible. But there are things that Christ did for us on Calvary that it included, it's included in the redemptive work. And one of those is healing. Amen. And, and then also, you know, we see in the Word of God where, uh, we could say, wait, there's more. There's provision. Amen. Now, some of the things that, uh, we hear in the word from about healing and about provision. Maybe we weren't raised that way. Maybe we didn't hear about it. Maybe you're like I was. I didn't hear too much about provision or anything really about healing. 
uh, it was more like, well, if God wants to do something, He will. If He doesn't, He won't. If He's having a good day, maybe you'll get healed, but maybe you won't. Or if He really, really likes you, but He doesn't really like you, then you'll get healed and you won't. It's all up to Him. But see, those things, that you can't find that in the Scripture. Amen? The redemptive work of Christ, and we'll read some of it in a minute, is all-inclusive package with salvation, which is spiritual life, praise the Lord, uh, healing and uh, provision, prosperity, really. Amen? Um, for all of us. And so, and when you become born again, old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's a new way of living. It's a new life, divine. It's walking in the peace and the love and compassion of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's all been given to us. We don't have to earn it. You don't have to have enough stars on your chart. You know, you don't have to do enough good deeds. It's wonderful to do good things. The Bible says Jesus went about doing good. Amen? So we need to be like him and do good things. Praise God. But that's not how you earn your way to heaven or earn your prosperity or earn your healing. Amen? And we'll see some people today, a couple of people out of the word, that weren't even in covenant with God and they received their healing. I remember a friend of mine picked up a hitchhiker way back and uh, he got to talking to him. And this uh, hitchhiker was a Muslim. And uh, this friend of mine said, do you know that Jesus, he was complaining about his back. And uh, this friend of mine said, do you know Jesus will heal you? Now, this is before this guy gets saved. He's a Muslim. And... uh, he said, he will? He said, yeah, he'll, 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 he'll heal you right now when I pray. And so he said, would you like me to pray? And he said, sure. So he prayed for him. Instantly the back was healed. Back pain left. A Muslim. You know he loves Muslims? God loves everybody on this earth. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. So we see then... Uh, how that compassion and that love of God going forth draws people to the Lord. Well, the next thing you know, this Muslim wants to get born again, wants to hear more about the gospel and is saved right there in the car. Praise the Lord. Amen. So uh, we we used to hear and, and say that healing is the dinner bell. It calls people to the Lord. And you see that also in the word that multitudes came to Jesus to hear and to be healed. Amen. And Jesus is the same. You know, he's the same yesterday, today and forever. So he hasn't stopped healing because he's um, given up his, you know, earthly walk as far as being a man here on earth. Um, All God and all man, praise the Lord for us. Um, he hasn't changed. In fact, I believe because of the Holy Spirit and the redemptive work of Jesus, that healing is easy for you to receive. Amen. And we have to get that out of our mind that it's difficult or hard to receive because it's just as easy to get saved as it is to get healed and as it is to have provision in your life. Amen. 
the reason that we see salvation more is simply because we've heard it more. We've heard about salvation. Most of us, as in being in the United States, we've been in church, a lot of us, for many years. And we hear about the saving power of Jesus Christ. But some of us haven't heard so much about the healing power or the providing power. So we have to build our faith in those areas. Amen? And that's fine. Uh, but we need to do it because Jesus wants us to take advantage of everything that he gave his life for. Amen? Don't leave it out because you think it's not important. It's very important. In fact, God said, I wish above all things that you uh, be in help, you prosper and be in help even as your soul prospers. So he doesn't want you being sick or being uh, poor on this earth. He wants us to have what we need, and he wants us to live well and pain-free. So let's look at this. Are you ready? I'm not going to keep you all day, but um, I just want to remind you of a couple of scriptures, starting with Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53, look at verse 3. For he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief, And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs. The Amplified says he hath borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows, the Amplified says, and pains of punishment. Yet we ignored or ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. So uh, verse 5 says, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. First Peter 2.24, if you look at it in the New Testament, it says, By his stripes we were healed. Past tense. Well, when did that happen? It happened on Calvary. Amen. And this, of course, Isaiah is prophesying about our Lord and our Redeemer. So it says, with his stripes, we are healed. See the the tense of the verbs. And that's very important to know that the work has been done. The work has been finished. And we don't get healed because we're so good. We get healed because he's so good. Amen? It's all about Jesus. It's not about us. It's just about him and his love for us. And what comes up again and again in the Bible is healing mercies. Amen? His healing mercies. So, let's look at Luke chapter 13. Are you with me? Amen. This is good news. Even if you're not sick today, um, it's still good to review these things. Because, you know, the devil comes around from time to time knocking on our door with some kind of sickness, some kind of pain, some kind of calamity with our physical bodies, trying to put something on us. And I love what Brother Copeland says. He says, I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I'm the healed and I'm resisting sickness. Amen. I'm opposing what the devil tries to deliver. We don't have to have it. We can refuse it just like you would refuse a package at your front door that you don't want. Just say, no, I'm not having it. Amen. The life of God dwells in me. 
And the life of God makes sickness depart out of my physical body. Now look at uh, Luke chapter 13 and verse 11. Luke 13, 11. Let's see, I'll read it in the King James first here. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. So the Amplified says that it was an infirmity caused by a spirit, a demon of sickness. Now, you know, sometimes um, sickness can be actually a demonic spirit. It's not always that way. Sometimes it's just because of something we've done or because of something maybe in our DNA or just all kinds of causes. But the root cause, the author of sickness and disease is the devil. He is the author because sickness and disease simply is a part of death working in your body. But God is life and in him there is no uh, darkness at all. He's light and he's life. Amen? So he couldn't come up with sickness. In fact, there is no sickness in heaven. I had a friend that uh, she didn't know really too much about the word, but she was uh, praying over her mother one day because her mother was very sick and um, didn't have a good diagnosis at all. Um, she was praying over her mother and just saying the Lord's Prayer. That's all she knew. And she said, I got to the part where um, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. And she said, when I when I prayed that part, I thought heaven on earth, heaven on earth. According to, you know, heaven on earth, she said, there is no sickness in heaven. There's only help in heaven. So if I'm praying heaven on earth for my mother, that would be help. You know, it just dawned on her all of a sudden. And so she put her hands on her and she said, help come into her just because heaven on earth, you know, from the Lord's Prayer. And she said her mother began to recover from that time forward and became completely well. And she was shocked, you know, and then she started reading more and more about healing and people who actually preached on healing and the the uh, scriptures that declare healing. But, you know, God will work with whatever we'll give him. Amen. If it's the Lord's prayer, praise the Lord. He'll show us things about it. And so um, this woman was actually um, had a demon of sickness and she was bent over. Um, the Bible says forward. She was bent forward, utterly unable to straighten herself up or to look around. Now, how embarrassing is that? You know, another thing sickness and disease does is embarrasses people. It brings shame. It brings guilt. It, it, it harms you more than just physically. It handicaps you in, in many ways. And, you know, it also uh, affects people around you. Your family, your, um, you know, your financial uh, ability many times will be robbed because of physical sickness. It is the devil. Amen. And we don't, we always, you know, one, one very important key to receiving healing from God is to know that He is the source of life. And that sickness never comes from Him. 
Amen? It is not of God. If you've ever experienced it, you know it's not of God. Because everything of God is good and sickness is not good. It's awful, isn't it? Sometimes I forget because, thank God, we live so much in the health of God. You forget until you get attacked and then you remember, this is demonic. (laughs) This is not right. Amen? This is not the way to live because Jesus has redeemed my life from sickness and disease. Now, all of us get attacked. Don't feel guilty, even if you're struggling with something today. Don't let the devil put guilt on you. Just know that from this day forward, you can get better instead of worse. Amen. I believe as we pray today, the Spirit of God will begin to work in your physical body and and sickness and disease will depart from the midst of you. So we see how this lady, 18 years, that's a long time to be in this position, bent over and ashamed and horribly, uh, you know, embarrassed. Not only that, but not really being able to function. And look at verse 12. And when Jesus saw her, he said, well, it's not my will to heal you. Did he say that? (laughs) No. He said to her, looking at her in her condition, he said, now he he didn't even pray really. He just said, woman, thou art loosed from thy infirmity. Now he said that before she straightened up. That's the declaration of faith, isn't it? That's That means that we can say when we have horrible symptoms going on in our body, whatever it might be, if it's pain or, uh, or uh, I don't know, whatever kinds of stuff going on, there's all kinds of stuff that can go on in your physical body, whether it's you know, skin disease or or internal, whatever it could be, when we say right then we are loosed from this, we are well, even though we're still feeling it, we can say we're acting like Jesus acted, right? We're saying it before we see it. We're saying it before we feel it. Amen? Because the Word of God is the truth. So you're not telling a lie. He looked in her and said, you're loosed. And anybody around there would have thought, no, she's not. She ain't loosed. She's still bent over. Amen? But he, God knows a lot about faith. He's a faith God. And he declares things and he calls those things that be not as though they were. So he said, woman, thou art loose from thy infirmity. The verse 13, and he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight and glorified who? God. Because healing comes from God. Amen? Glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work in them, therefore come and be healed, not on the Sabbath. Isn't that just horrible? How hateful, how mean. Uh, religion can be at times. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath day lose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And verse, uh, the next verse, look at this. It says, And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan, who bound her? Satan hath bound. That tells us a lot, doesn't it? 
God didn't do it to teach her something. God didn't put it on her to make her learn more. You know, God doesn't need sickness to make us learn more. His Word is our teacher. Amen? That's why I love my Bible, don't you? I love when Pastor Dan says, All right, lift up your Bible and say, This is my favorite book ever, ever, ever. I get blessed just by reading Holy Bible. Amen? It is life to us. These words are full of the life of God. And and so we see here, Satan bound her and God loosed her. Now always make get that right, all right? Who's who in the realm of the Spirit? Who's who? Satan is bad. God is good. And if you get that right in your thought life, it will always help you. Amen? It will continue to bless you. Satan is bad. God is good. If bad things are happening, God is not at work. Now, we can pray, and he'll work all things together for the good. But if it's bad and it's happening, just know who is the culprit. Satan is the culprit. Now, I know this is Bible 101, but it's good for me to hear. I hope it's good for you to hear. Okay, so whom Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. That's good. Amen. And all the people rejoice for all the glorious things that were done by him. Now let's look at another uh, instance here, Matthew chapter 15. And then we'll, we'll let you go. Matthew chapter 15, verse 21. Matthew 15, 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Then she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Now what's going on here? She's not in covenant. Jesus hadn't given up his life yet and uh, redeemed all mankind from sickness and disease. So there was only the house of Israel that was in covenant with God for, so that healing was atoned for and brought into um, their lives. She's outside that covenant. But she's not going to give up, is she? <laughs> Praise God. There's something very important about determination. And so she's determined and goes back to him, worshiping him, and says, help me. Lord. So we see in verse 28 that Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. Some people don't want to be healed. You know, I'm surprised through the years that people I run into that really don't want to be healed. In fact, Pastor David tells a story of ministering to a group of people in wheelchairs. And instead of just praying and laying hands on each one, he would ask them, what did you come for? 
And uh, many times they wouldn't say to walk. They would say, I just wanted to sit close and hear the word. Or, you know, I just want to know more about Jesus. So when when people are laying hands on people in wheelchairs, sometimes it's not for them to get up and walk. It's not what they really want, what they really will. I know that's hard to believe. I had a friend that was blind in high school, and I would lead her around, especially during lunch hour. We had the same lunch period. And um, so I asked her one day, I said, if God healed you, you know, if God said, you know, felt like you could be healed from your blindness, would you? She said, no, I, I know how to live. I know how to read. I know everything of where, what I need to do. And she was brilliant. She made straight A's and had friends and great family and everything. She said, I'm, to- I'm totally satisfied with my life. It shocked me because <laughs> I thought, well, of course you want to be healed. I'll answer for you. But we don't answer for people. They have to ask and they have to want and desire. Amen. So um, make sure that you know that in um, in dealing with others, too. If somebody says, I need prayer, don't automatically assume what they need prayer for. Ask them specifically, what do you want prayer for? Because many times we think God's not answering those prayers when they didn't really ask for that. Amen? And uh, we need to know and be wise in those things. So... He said, great is thy faith, be it unto thee as thou will. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. And read down a little further. And Jesus departed from thence and came nigh unto the Sea of Galilee and went up into a mountain and sat down there. And great multitudes came to him. Look at this. Having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet. And he said, there's nothing I can do about it, sorry. He said, he, and they said, he healed them. In so much, now notice what happened. In so much that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maim to be whole. Isn't that something? Now remember, in your mind, remember this. That Jesus said, the works I do, will you do also. Isn't that something? Now this is, this is why we saw miracles in South Africa this week. Because Pastor David really believes that. He's, he believes Mark chapter 16. And that these signs will follow the preaching of the gospel. And we saw people walk that were having trouble walking. We saw people that were having trouble seeing their vision cleared up. We saw, we heard people say that their hearing uh, out of an ear had popped open, just like Pastor David prays. And, and so we saw these things happen. Uh, and this whole multitude said, we saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to be whole, the lame to walk, and the blind to see. And they glorified the God of Israel. Notice how healing glorifies God. Oh, the devil doesn't want that to happen. But praise God, we're going to receive healing today. Amen. Um, Luke chapter 17 talks about 10 lepers that came, um, that skin disease, horrible. And Jesus said, uh, go show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were healed. 
Isn't that interesting? As they acted in faith, they were made whole. So faith without corresponding action, James says, is dead. But faith with works, in other words, with words or with action, is alive. Amen? So today, if you're having problems in your physical body, why don't we all stand um, just for a moment? And uh, if you're having problem in your body, if you're having pain in your back or your head or your neck, or you've had problem with your elbows, your knees, your feet, just put your hand where you're hurting or where the sickness is. And we're just going to believe God right now for his healing power. Amen. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your might. We see, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Praise God that you saw and the, even the multitude saw the main to be made whole, the dumb to speak. We thank you, Lord, that uh, today ears are opened in Jesus' name, that pain leaves, that bodies are restored to health and to healing, that organs are restored, tissues, cells, blood, skin disease has to go and skin clear up in the name of Jesus. We speak life to heart, to liver, to kidneys. We speak life to uh, eyes and ears and uh, all the systems of the body, the nervous system, the respiratory system. We thank you, Lord, the circulatory system. We speak life in the name of Jesus and the light of God. We thank you, Lord, for touching right now in Jesus' name and those listening by live stream, that you're right there as healer today. And we accept you as healer in our life. The great physician. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now do something you couldn't do. If your foot was hurting, pound it on the floor. If you can't bend over, bend over. Amen. Do something that you couldn't do before. If your neck was hurting, roll it around. Praise God. Pain has to go in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for recovery. Thank you, Father, that you're the life, the light of the world. And in our physical bodies, you're healing to us, your help to us. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many of you feel a difference in your body right now? Praise God. Nancy, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Four or five of you. Praise the Lord. Thank God. Amen. And um, I believe others, the Spirit of God right now is working in you. So keep your, we used to say, switch of faith turned on. Keep that life moving in your body and you'll see a difference. Just like the lepers did when they went to show themselves to the priest. They were healed as they went. It wasn't instantaneous in their lives, but it certainly started So something started today as we prayed, the spirit of God started. And I believe that this is just keep that switch of faith turned on. Thank you, Lord. I'm healed. Thank you, Lord. I'm pain free. Thank you, Lord, that my organs and tissues and cells and bones are fine and whole. Amen. And thank God that he works with us in our physical bodies. Praise the Lord. 
And if you are watching on live stream and you see a difference, write us and tell us about it. It's good to hear testimonies uh, of the Lord healing. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to um, dismiss in prayer. Remember Wednesday night, have a special treat uh, coming. A wonderful man of God to do some music and also to preach from Lima, Peru. So we'll be expecting. And then this weekend is Empowerment Weekend. So make sure that you come and be with us. Father, we thank you for each one and we ask your blessing as we go today. We thank you that the Spirit of God is working in us, bringing healing and help right now in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. Praise the Lord.